every day on the big show. What? Gordon and what? Jake want to keep you up to date on all the action, all the newsmakers, and all the big opinions on the Zone Sports Network. This is What's Going On on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Show Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Shout out to the title sponsor of the big show. That's Big O. Save up to $150 off uh, Pirelli, uh, Nitto, or Toyo uh, tires now through April 4th at your locally owned and operated Big O tires. Time for a little what's going on. We check in with the other shows on the Zone Sports Network. Usually we do clips, Gordon, but uh, that guy Holiday uh, was was worth re-listening to, uh, to the whole thing. I thought he was great. Yeah, let's give that a listen. I think our listeners will uh, will find it most interesting. Here's uh, the now former wide receivers coach at Utah, Guy Holiday, and they uh, asked him to start first with his initial reaction to not having a gig anymore. Yeah, it's pretty sudden, and uh, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm not disappointed because that I, you know me, I speak my mind. Um, you know, it's a situation where it's, it's been just a, a hard year as far as everybody thinks about COVID. But I go all the way back to having a, a receiver arrested and, and those things. And, you know, a lot of people, they they uh, get into the game for, you know, winning championships. And all those things are important. But for me, it's about people. So when you, when you go through that, you're going through it. Um, at least me, I can't throw away. A, a person, a young person. I, I just can't do it. And, um, you know, if, if things come out for that person or any other person and, you know, you feel for, for the victims of um, who experienced it and, and, you know, but you have to believe in, in that person and then you take that and you go through COVID. And then uh, for me, that was, that was a, it was a challenge. I, um, I had, uh, couple positive tests here and there um, but it really didn't come out to be anything uh, but it drained me so I, w- I was drained I was tired and went through another player who um, you know decided to leave and come back and under uh, certain circumstances and then obviously two players that left that was one was really crushing to me uh, as a person because I've known the family for, for so long and uh, so it was, um, you know, when him, when uh, Coach and I sat down, it was, I understood it. I Believe me, I understood it because, you know, in this this game, the ultimate deal is to, to win. Well, you know, I had a chance to go to the NFL last year to two different teams, and, you know, I, I'm not a, I don't like the business side of this as far as when you deal with young people. And, uh, and I think we're in a, a um a very interesting and tragic time as far as uh, college sports, you know, the open transfer policy and, you know, and uh, things like that. So now we have so many people involved with uh, college athletes, uh, the people on the outside. And and at, at the end of the day, you know, with, um, what it all comes down to, whether we like it or not, we want kids that want to win championships, but we recruit kids that want to get to the NFL. So, um, you know, based on that, your production is everything. 
And, um, you know, these guys wanted to essentially be more productive, and, and I understand that. And, you know, um, both of them are going to have degrees, and that's my job, to get them here, get a degree, and uh, and do the best I can for them. And I think I did that. But I, I want to clear the air as far as I've always said, I speak for myself. I mean, the University of Utah, um, they've been good to me. Okay, so – me leaving there and everybody, you know, needs to know that they're taking care of me. This is not that, hey, they kick. No, they're doing some uh, doing some things right by me, which I appreciate. I appreciate Mark Harlan. And um, I, I appreciate the opportunity that, that uh, Whit gave me. And uh, we had a great relationship and still do. You know, it's just um, you got to make tough decisions and, and do tough things. And some people say, well, Oh, it was his coaching or this. Any, anybody that knows me, measure me by my players. Don't measure me by what you think. And uh, I got enough texts. And this part makes me emotional because I got enough texts, enough phone calls from former players and current players that told me I did the right thing. I did it right. And that's all that matters. What every fan thinks, no. I don't. I don't do this for fans. I don't do this for fanfare. Uh, I love my players, and at the end of the day, anybody that knows me knows that's the most important thing, and that's how I weigh it out. And so I did my job. And um, man, I wanted to win a championship at Utah. Uh, you know, won't get that opportunity, but we there may be some things on the horizon. Uh, at the university, possibly. There are some other things that I'm looking at outside of the game. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, most people think that in today's college football, you have to be a certain age or to have a certain amount of energy or, you know. But at the end of the day, man, it's about people. It's about people. And uh, I did the right thing by people. You know, the other thing that I'll add, I know, you know, this came about because of uh, – um, I guess a tweet my son put out. And one, one thing I want everybody here to understand, I've been doing this uh, for 27 years. I've been in this game since I was seven. Uh, so if you do the math, that's a long freaking time. <laughs> that's, that's a half a century. So you raise your kids in this environment. And, uh, you know, they see how hard you work at it. They see what you do. They know what you feel. And... Um, you know, I I, um, I don't say my son is uh, – I don't banish him for what he did. He has a right to speak an opinion. We're in a, in a society right now where things are very separated, and uh, we fail to realize it. We, we just ignore it. And, um, you know, my one son, I had uh, uh, two go to school here in Utah, and one experience being stopped by the police on two – and being handcuffed just because he was black. You know, not that he was doing anything wrong, but just a routine stop. And, you know, that, that takes its toll on a young person. And, and we fail to realize it because we don't experience it. Um, you know, he has since removed, because I told him to remove it, he's still my son. Uh, and uh, <laughs> But I, I want everybody to know I have the utmost respect uh, for the outgoing President Watkins, we had a lot of deep talks. I have the utmost respect for Mark Harlan. 
for with the University of Utah, period. I, I don't hold grudges. You know, that's not me. Um, you know, I'm going to, if I thought that I was leaving, people always ask, I just closed on another house here uh, January about 27th, so I had no idea. Um, and this is, um, you know, this is just the way things worked out. And it's not, no one, I'm not going to be bitter. It's not about that. Um, it's more about me uh, knowing that I did the right thing by players. And that's more important to me than winning a football game. And and this day and time in athletics, that's not what's important uh, to, to some people. Uh, you know, to the fans, it's about winning championships. Well, these kids have lives. And so that's why I stayed at, at Utah. I've had you know, two different opportunities to leave. I'm a very loyal person. I could have went back east to a school uh, where I grew up. And um, and obviously, I just mentioned the, the two opportunities last last year. But it's, it's not about that for me. So what I want people to understand is don't hold it against a person because of their experiences, you know. And, and I'm, I'm speaking um, in reference to my family because that's my family, you know. And they're going to defend me regardless and I wouldn't expect anything different because I'm going to defend them and uh, that's how we do things as a family and that's why it's called family yeah for sure I mean people are emotional particularly in certain instances when it comes to family I think coach quite frankly for me I don't know that I'm in the position to evaluate you as a receivers coach I don't really have any expertise on that but doing a, going back to our time at BYU and then at Utah, if I evaluate you as a man, I give you the highest grade possible because I think that much of you and you've proven that as far as that goes. And you've just done with this uh, answer that you've just given. You've, again, exemplified who you are. And that's that's the most important, as you say. And I agree with that 100%. As far as football was it simply a lack of production from the receivers, or did you get a specific reason why they needed to make a change? No, and I, I don't think um, I don't think that's that's it. Like I told you, I, I go back to more of the things that uh, took a lot out of me. I mean, uh, which adds up, which in the end will 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 add up. I mean, uh, when I look at the guys that left, uh, in particular, I mean, health played such a huge part. In them, and um, you know, we we can all sit around and debate how much production was there. I mean, and I can go back to having been with players that had great production, whether it's a Darren Carrington, a Tim Patrick. I think uh, you know we had guys two years ago catch thirty six, and and you know all that. So you have to operate within the offense, and 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 at the end of the day, you know it's it's still about winning. You know, the game is still about winning. But what we have developed in our society is a me attitude. And the most me position on the field, whether we like it or not, is the receiver. And uh, you see it in the NFL. You see it uh, now in college. I mean, I know of an instance where a high school player who was committed to a top power five school walked into his high school coach's office and said, I need to ball more. I'm transferring. You know, this is, this is what we are developing. And we're doing it because we um, we live in we live in a uh, a world a society in the United States where we reward athleticism and ignore character. 
And so these kids aren't being rewarded for the men that they are. They're being rewarded because of the athlete that they are. And there's a, uh, there's a major issue. Uh, so for me, uh, and again, the most important part for me is the player, uh, the person. And then the player will thrive because of the person that he is. Um, I think we had some guys make some questionable decisions. And uh, sure, that leads up to it because that's called, you know, you're responsible for your players both on and off the field. A lot of people don't understand that. They may say, well, that's not right. Well, that's what you signed up for. And at the University of Utah, it's, um, uh, it is a key component because of the, the, uh, the world we bring these kids into. You, you have to realize uh, and people, I don't want anybody from Salt Lake City or, or Utah or Utah County or anywhere else to be insulted by this. But this, the state in which we live in is very unique. It is um, obviously heavily influenced by the LDS church. Um, the government interaction with the church is evident and um which is fine because it creates a great atmosphere of family and those things, but you're bringing young people in. Um, that's, not, that's not their lifestyle. That's not how they lived. And then you want them to conform to uh, a very idealistic lifestyle that uh, many of them just can't uphold and uh, are criticized for it because they're just normal people. I mean, the things that I look at in this city, and I, I love Salt Lake City. It's been one of the best places I live. In my opinion, it is a city of extremes. The uh, homelessness, the drug abuse is extreme. And on the other side, uh, the religious aspect of it and the righteousness can be extreme. And uh, so I think there's a middle ground there. I've always believed that. I respect any person, regardless of their race or, or religion. That's important to me. Uh, I worked at BYU. We all know that. And I didn't have a, a problem uh, speaking my point of view on what I thought was wrong and right, but yet adhering to um, the policy. And, but I'm a grown, as my other son would say, I'm a grown-ass man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I can I can handle it, but you're bringing in young people who don't really understand the dynamics of it. And then when you intermingle young men with women who've been raised in that culture and not really understanding how that works, um, it's a challenge. It is a challenge. And uh, but you know, if anybody wants me to bash the universe, and you get an opportunity, that's all you ask for. And uh, if there's another opportunity out there for me in coaching and, and uh, it happens for me, I'll be fortunate to have that opportunity. Uh, you know, I'm not – I don't want anybody to think. The only thing that matters to me at the end of the day is that I do right by my players. Uh, if people want to judge my coaching record and what I've done, look at the statistics. Look at the statistics of the players I've coached. Look at, look at you know, and um, what I did uh, – in, in, in Provo, I think that speaks for itself. And what I did coming into University of Utah, I think, I think it speaks for itself everywhere I've been. I stand by my record. You know, that doesn't matter. That doesn't mean that at some point you may have stayed somewhere too long because that's the business. That's the nature of our business. Um, you know, and it just all at, at the end of the day, 
what all this means is we want to win a championship. And at this point, I think you've gotten us as far as we can go. We need to make a change. That's all it is. Nothing more, nothing less. And, and honestly, with where I was health-wise, it, it, it wasn't a fight for me. Um, and recovering, uh, you know, mentally and those things, it wasn't wasn't something I wanted to sit there and argue and, and present facts. It was, you know, uh, it's what uh, coach at that time that when he made decisions felt that was right. It's his program, and he has that right. And I respect him for that because he also had the right to hire me, and he did that. And that was his his decision at that time. So it's. Um, Man, I, I love the university. I love the state of Utah. Uh, I've worked at the two major universities, and I've had positive experiences at both. This question is uh, is really hard to answer, and, and I don't know that you can, but I think um, anyone who's been through this situation really wonders how it's going to impact the team. And when I was in college, uh, one of my really good friends from high school died between it was a one car car wreck and he died in the summer between um the freshman and sophomore years of school and we were going to different schools and that changed the relationship but what happened with ty jordan was just so awful so devastating some of the stuff we've seen on social media you know clearly the players are taking it really hard as you would expect they would and i'm curious because when you talk about the relationship you have with players um you know, what kind of impact is this going having going forward? How is the coaching staff, which you've gotten to know really well, how have they been dealing with it? How can they deal with it going forward? Because people don't talk about it a lot, but, you know, talking to some Ute fans, even though they never individually met Ty, it had an impact on them too. And I'm just wondering how you see – you've clearly been talking about that side of the business, the relationship side of the business. I'm just wondering – how you see this working going forward because um, it continues to be an enormous story and a tragic story here going forward. Well, here, here's the reality of life. And um, most people, most people won't want to hear it. Um, you know, I was involved in, in Ty's recruitment, certainly he's from Dallas. I was in his home um, and it hit me hard. I could only go to the viewing and I left and went went back to Houston with my family um, at that time. Uh, couldn't even attend the services. But this is what I know. And you can either use things in two different ways. Or, I mean, it's really three. You can either ignore it, you can let it hurt you or bring you down, or you can let it motivate you. And I think the hardest thing that people don't realize is um, – you will always have brief moments where things affect you. But overall, day to day, most people, it, it turns into the longer it goes, out of sight, out of mind. And there will be things that come up that remind you of it, that make you want to reflect on it. Um, but you'll, you'll push forward. I lost my mother as a freshman in college, and I found a way to use it, uh, or sophomore in college, to use it as motivation um, versus um, letting it hold me back to the point to the school that I was at. Um, at the end of going into my senior year, I um, 
you know, went to find out how many credits that I have to graduate, and they told me what, it, and I knew how many credits I had, but not very many of them, unfortunately, went to graduation. I left there. Uh, after that, that season, I went and I finished my degree at Cheney University of Pennsylvania, and um, I'll always recognize that place because, in my opinion, um, the school I was at let me down, and that had a lot to do with my uh relationships and, and what I believe relationships would be. So, you know, I, I don't think it will affect the team as much as most people think. I think you you go about your pro you go about the process, you go about getting things done and that and that you fully understand is just a part of the business and um of life in general. And I mean we live what what we can appreciate and what we don't get is what our young people go home to when they leave here. We ignore that. We don't understand. And, um, you know, because if you're not from that world, it has really hard to grasp what that world could be, you know. And um, I'm not from the country. I never grew up on a farm. I never woke up at 5 in the morning to go feed the cattle or, or do what, whatever is in a typical day of a young person that grows up and being a rancher or a farmer. So I can't experience, I have no idea what that's like. No idea, but I did grow up in the inner city. I did grow up on the 12th floor of a project. I can tell you what that life is like. But um, don't look down on those lives when you haven't lived it, you haven't experienced it. Learn to appreciate it, learn more about it so you can help them to adapt and achieve. And that's, I think, what, what we have to do. Well, guy, we know you've got to. Uh, we got to go. You got a plane to catch and all that. Uh, we appreciate your time. We've always appreciated talking to you, whether it was on the practice field, on the phone this summer. Had a great conversation, and really appreciated you coming on. And we appreciate you coming on now. We'll we'll follow wherever you go, and uh, best wishes and, and hope for a lot of success for you down the road. Oh, I appreciate that. I will probably uh, we'll see what next year holds. But my intentions right now is to spend some time with a. Uh, with a family that hadn't seen me in 27 years. So uh, maybe get get back and, and really reconnect with what's important. And, uh, you know, you go, you go 27 years of raising other people's kids, you know, and so you need to spend some time with your own and uh, all of mine out. But we're on our way. Uh, I'm going to be in Miami, and I'm going to enjoy uh, – um, enjoy things there. I don't want anybody to worry or feel bad for me or feel sorry. No, no, man. This, this is. Uh, if you know me, you know I have a plan. It all work out in the end, and uh, we'll see if that includes football. That may include a, another phase of life. I'm not quite sure yet, but uh, I want both um, people from both schools understand it. I was never a hater of either. Uh, I'm a lover of both, and I think they both serve a purpose. And um, I just want to let people know I really appreciate everything that both universities have done for me. And, and um, you know, this last minute with the University of Utah, hopefully it won't be my last in, in Utah. Uh, Tom Mattel, and uh, we'll see. But I really appreciate you all having me on, and it's always a pleasure. Guy Holiday, now former wide receivers coach at Utah, 
Of course, he coached at BYU before that. And, um, you know, real quick before we comment further, Gordon, what a class dude. I mean, what a what a great interview. He's a great communicator. Uh, he got his message out there. Uh, not sour grapesy at all. I mean, I just... I was really. I'm always seemingly uh, coming away impressed with Coach Holiday, but I was really impressed with him this morning. Yes, and uh, I agree with you on all those counts. And and uh, he made some great points there, didn't he? I mean, he made some really really strong points, interesting observations on his part. I I guess as I heard that whole interview, the question kept kept coming to my mind: Why was this guy fired? Well, well, uh, he he did mention that uh, they they had reached a certain level and uh, he thought uh, that someone thought that they needed to uh, do something different to get further. But um, does that sound like the kind of coach you would want to let go? No, no. And we don't know the whole story. I'm I'm a little baffled that we have had basically no comment from coach Witt or from the university there was a university spokesperson who confirmed that coach holiday no longer worked there that's the extent of what we've seen i believe they confirmed it to ksl and so i usually i mean even when it hasn't parted you know coaches haven't parted ways all that uh you know amicably um we still get a release of some sort usually a thanks thanks for the effort kind of thing and we haven't heard anything out of Utah as of yet, which I, I think is is really bizarre. But we certainly don't know the whole story. I do appreciate Coach Holiday's side of the story. And I think what he's talking about, about losing those guys, and then he, he kind of, you know, didn't really get into specifics, but you heard him talk about it a number of times that, you know, receivers want the ball and they all want to go to the NFL mm-hmm. and that they weren't getting the, the, the catches or the attention that they wanted. I believe that because Utah's a running team. So I don't, and, I don't know what they expect out of a receivers coach from that standpoint. Right. And so was it a matter of, of the players leaving? Was it a matter of the players thinking about leaving and Guy Holiday protesting against other coaches, uh, sticking up for his players, saying, hey, let's get them the ball more? Was it, um, was it something else? I mean, what happened? Yeah. What happened? We we don't know. <laughs> I, I I don't know what happened, and it would be nice to know. Uh, and and who knows? Sometimes bosses don't like to give out reasons for letting someone go because they they want to protect their privacy too. But we we don't really know. All we know is that two receivers transferred, and we know that receivers at Utah generally don't post huge numbers. Um, sometimes they do individually here and there, but not really. Uh, he did bring up the whole thing about players, like you said, players wanting the ball, and maybe they weren't getting it at Utah. But we really don't know. I, I don't know what their reasons were for leaving. The last I don't know what I don't know what the reasons are for him being fired. The last one thousand yard receiver at Utah was Drez Anderson. I mean, they don't been a while. Yeah, and and now that the tight ends have emerged, wide receivers are even further down on the get the ball chart. Right. So I mean, I I get it. One thing I find uh, listening to that interview that that is a little bit disappointing, and again, not knowing the whole story, but I I think you know often we hear from coaches that it's all about the players, you know, that uh, it's about those players and caring about them and all this stuff, and a lot of times it's just lip service. 
But you heard him there get emotional talking about his guys. I mean, he has always struck me as someone who truly puts his players first and puts his money where his mouth is from that standpoint. You heard him talk about the challenge of bringing in players to a unique spot like Utah. I thought that was right. incredibly insightful yes. uh, right there. And so mm-hmm. I, that's that's disappointing to me that a, that a guy who, who seems to have his heart in the right place um, doesn't get to, to look out for those guys anymore. So if you're reading between the lines, does that was that an indication that they were unhappy with the caliber of athletes that were coming in to play that position? I have no idea. Under Guy Holiday? And I don't feel uh, do you, good about speculating. If that's the case, I think that uh, there are other reasons that maybe they're not getting the star receiver. But see, this is the problem. When you have a situation where there's this shroud over an action Nobody knows what it was that took place. And in some ways, that protects Guy Holiday. And in other ways, it raises a bunch of questions about what the heck just happened. You know? Yep. And and we don't know. And since we don't know, then you sit there and go, okay, well, what are the possibilities? And that's kind of what we're doing right now. And we may not feel all that comfortable with it, but we're just searching for some idea of uh, of what's taking place there. All right, we'll get to more Big Show coming up. If you have any thoughts, feel free to share, of course, at Jake Scott's own, at Gordon Monson, at Austin Horton as well. Uh, we'll get to more straight ahead on the Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5. And 1280 The Zone. Sorry, Austin, I have to to bring it up here, which I'll explain in just a second. Want to remind you, join us coming up on Friday from 2 to 6 at the warehouse, the Salt Lake location, 1825 South, 300 West. Uh, Price is so low, it'll blow your mind. It's the warehouse. Uh, So our our company is is moving email platforms, I think is what you call it, Austin. Let me know if I'm getting any of this wrong. Uh, Moving over to the old Google. And uh, I've been ignoring emails for weeks now uh, about, you know, making that transfer. Yeah. Well, today, tried to get into the old email. It didn't exist anymore. Yeah. So not only, by the way, have you been ignoring emails, but I talked to you about this yesterday. You did. You did. And said today was the day. And I, I didn't do anything about it. Uh, and uh, so <laughs> That's I, not about me. I pointed it out to my wife. I said, oh, hey, look, I've been locked out of my email. Gonna have to call IT today, and she goes, "Wow, I bet they hate you." Oh yeah, yeah. you said, are the yeah. type. You are the person that the IT people are just gonna hate forever now. She couldn't fathom. You'll it, You'll never by the way. get back with them. <laughs> never. I'm Every sure. time you have a request, you know where that's going? To the bottom. Bottom. Yeah. No, I'm sure they're they're standing around their monitors right now talking about the dum dum down on level five that. Ignored many emails for weeks. I'm sure you're not the only one that did it. I'm sure there was a good handful. Ah, Kurt. Thank goodness Kurt's around because, you know, he's he's right there with me, I'm sure. 
But Gordon, does, what, just, what, is, what is this email of which you speak? Do we have company email? You do, yeah, but you've never once opened it. I think they've closed Gordon's. Have company they finally email. closed yeah. Gordon's? Because after you know, eight years of inactivity, it just kind of goes away. I still don't know how you find out about like really important company stuff. Uh, I'm talking to the guys. Yeah, <laughs> Austin and I get phone calls. <laughs> you got one today. I think we both got one oh, yeah, today. Yeah. yeah, that's all right though. We'll help you. Out. I pre- I appreciate it. Thank you. But anyway, I do feel bad. But I thought I thought that was a funny line by my wife though. She's like, "Wow, they must really hate you." Wait, I want to. Did you call Jake or me first today? Oh, uh, I think I called Jake first. And you didn't like his answer, so you called and asked no, me the I didn't same question. The, no, I didn't have the. I didn't info. have an answer. Oh, that's because he didn't so. check his his email either. No, no, that's oh. not the reason. <laughs> You were more uh, informed on this Austin, specific Austin, topic. No, Austin's my show answer man. Uh, he's the guy I go to when I need to find something out about uh, the, such matters. When is and, Secretary's but, Day? But but I called. <laughs> that's a good point, actually. But uh, that's why I called Jake first because I didn't want to trouble you, Austin. But he uh-huh. didn't have the answer. So uh, Wednesday, April twenty-one is Administrative Professionals Day. <laughs> oh, it's coming up! Coming up. What are you going to do for Austin this year, Gordon? I don't know, but someone on uh, on Twitter suggested that uh, that maybe the gift I, I bought you guys uh, were uh, butler outfits. <laughs> Which I then say, Jake, yeah, I could see Gordon getting this new uh, uh, employee outfits, but it's coming out of our check. For sure. Those aren't those aren't coming straight from oh no the company's profits. Can I ask you this? What is the word for the act of being a butler? Is it to buttle? I believe so. I thought it was to buttle. Uh, that's a great question. Hmm. I thought you would. Uh, know, don't you know these things? Don't you? No. Use the written because, word for a living. Now the the only time I've had a butler was uh, uh, on a on a on a vacation once and there. <laughs> But it wasn't. I've never had a butler. Wait, you had a butler on vacation? Well, they provided (laughs) the place I stayed uh, assigned a butler to. Oh my gosh! If you can say the sentence sincerely uh, in your life, the only time I had a butler was, then I cannot look at you the same. It's all different it, from here on out. It, well, it wasn't my fault. That little meter of respect just... Boom. No, they, they assigned uh, an individual to take care of your needs. Assigned? Right? You, was this the military? Yeah, you could have... mean assigned? You could have stayed somewhere else. Or sure. said, take the day. I know how to fold my own towel. Good point. <laughs> it was rather uncomfortable. Did they give you a little I'm bell not, to ding? I'm not... <laughs> I'm not used to that. I I did not feel comfortable having a butler. <laughs> how much uh, How much did you not tip the butler? Oh, I tipped. Mm-hmm. I tipped. Yep, that's uh, that's the way uh, of uh, that's my wife and I together. We uh, there are people out there who work very hard, who sometimes are not recognized the way they should be, and. Uh, Believe me, it, there was recognition there. The, only, the only time I've had a butler. <laughs> Get out of here. I, I didn't even ask for it. He just showed up. Hey, this is pretty funny, by the way, now that we're on the topic of, of not sports. Uh, our friend Justin Jonas uh, just texted me. 
of course, uh, one of our great uh, account rep, amongst other things, here at the uh, at the station. He says, "I was in IT when, uh, earlier, and you were not the only radio station guy that did not do what they needed." Cough, hands, cough. I almost said that as a guess, <laughs> but I didn't want to because I like having both arms. Thank you, Justin. I'm glad I, I'm I'm not the only one. Should we just throw everybody under the bus? Is that what we want to do? No. I, well, Austin did it just fine. Why would Austin get thrown under the bus? <laughs> okay. All right. And I've never had a butler. Me either. Not once. I've always read my own emails. Neither of you can say that. Well, yeah, but I see, read here's, emails here's, here's, where my, <laughs> here's where my problem started. Uh, it was back in the day when they were changing the passwords. Oh, I thought every, you meant with the butler. No, every, every like two weeks or something. I couldn't keep up with all that. Was, I never knew was, what my password it was. was. 90 days. <laughs> was it really? Yeah. 90? Uh-huh. Seemed, seemed more often than Still that. Still is. Uh, and so I, I did have email there for a while, but then it sort of – then people started sending – me emails to my other email account and that's the way i sort of and then see when it was time to change your password they gave you a seven day countdown that every time you logged in to your email for seven days a message would pop up covering the screen that says you need to change your password in the next seven days next day six days five days four days i just love that a new password every whatever was too much of a burden i just love that (laughs) Change my path. I, you know what? I'm just. This isn't worth it. <laughs> Communicating with with my employer. <laughs> Your password There's change. Only so many ways to spell Porsche. Oh, I just, well, they're, 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 no, they're, 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 what no, do they expect? The big the big announcements were coming to me via a different email account that I didn't have to change the email the uh, password all the time. So I was still being informed only in a, in, a, in a sort of a skimpy way. Try to change your password every 90 days. I'm not doing that. <laughs> what do they think Fine. I am? LA Times with a dollar <laughs> sign this time. Are you, are you done? <laughs> yes, I'm done. I'm sorry. Oh, Juice all right. Newton for life. Uh, we'll get to more coming up next. Uh, we've got a market update. Uh, Angel up. of my morning. We're going to talk to Dustin Smith, uh, owner of I thought of, of those. QB. If I thought of those as passwords, I wouldn't have a problem, right? Dustin Smith, owner of QB Elite, coming up at 4 o'clock. He's also the head coach of uh, Spanish Fork. Go Dons. Uh, Kenneth Scott will be with us at 4.30. And Craig Bowlerjack will join us at 5.00. And maybe if if uh, we don't, uh, maybe we'll get to a not sports report. I don't know. Maybe not. Wasn't that what we just did? Pretty much. We can we count that. We found out that Gordon once had a butler. We can count that. I'll do the read. And he qualified it as though it made it better to say the only time right. I had a butler. Yeah. It went luck. It you was, had it was a now. Don't it ask was, him how many was... times he's had a valet or a servant. Uh, now those are no. those are. <laughs> No, it was just a. It was a very temporary thing, and I I didn't even know that it was part of the deal. <laughs> just what about a cabana boy? You had a few of those. <laughs> and where are you going? Where they just include a butler, house help. <laughs> I I I didn't know that was part of the deal. It's not the just, Motel Six, it's like an episode of Downton Abbey. Yeah. <laughs>
Did they refer to you as Lord and Lady? Did you dress yourself? <laughs> the guy's handing me a bar of soap in the tub. Now, uh, did you just give him? Did you give the butler weird assignments just to see if he could do it? Like, like you have, you have sixty minutes to have a human finger and ten thousand dollars of cash show up. <laughs> no right, large bills right here on this no. table. You know what I told him? I said, "Look, we really we don't need you to be, you know, d- to do this." So here, so I just gave gave him a tip, and I said, "Here, you know, take the You're day so off." So full, but he did not. that didn't happen. That didn't happen at all. How many days I don't, were I'm, you there? No, I don't feel comfortable having somebody. Uh, you know, Only the ones. Uh, you know, wanting to to do things for you. No, I don't. That's not my thing. It's not my thing. Yeah, how many Diet Cokes did Gary have to go get you? <laughs> or Subway that Lloyd had to go pick it up? Or dry cleaning them? Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> the stuff I, I refuse to do. I want a, I want a compass, a corned beef sandwich, a, grap, a, a glass of grapefruit juice. And a grappling hook. And something that belonged to the royal family <laughs> on this table in 60 minutes or less. Or no tip for you. Is this some scavenger hunt or something? I'm going to send somebody out like that. No, it was just... I'd... Here's what I want for dinner. Lobster, but a blue lobster. Go. Freshly fished out of the Not ocean true. today. Not true. Gary did get me some dive Cokes when we were on remote a couple times. And a sandwich. That... And a hot dog. And he, he washed really? your car. How many? Yeah. He washed my car? Well, no. The remote we were at washed your car. Yeah, but that that was, <laughs> and you <no. laughs> that was hey, well. Could, could you could you wash this for me? Thanks. I did not. Hand well, to yeah, heaven. I did, I did talk to the guy who was there, and I said, "Would you mind if you know this one yeah. time I had a butler, and he wouldn't <laughs> do this? Will you?" No, I'm just a blue collar guy who grew up, you know, working hard, and I got the calluses on my hands to prove it. So don't give me any of this butler crap. You know, a guy who would park across four parking spots would have had a butler. Never happened. Would have whoever had a parking butler. stall lines are merely no. suggestions. If anybody, whoever told you that was so full of crap, I, I that just that just never happened. It, uh, trust me, the source was solid, <laughs> solid. I, I, to this day, I don't, don't know, know who them, it was. but I I believe them. I mean, rock solid. First of all, when I when that happened, I was it was a huge parking so lot. So it did happen, and, the, and there were no cars out there. No, there was no cars. So there was. No, I, you said it never no, happened. Now you're saying no, it happened. No, no, it. Ha- I parked in the parking lot, but I didn't take up four stalls. <laughs> there was nobody within shouting distance of where I parked. You know, if I've got to go with my source or with the hot air you're blowing now. <laughs> Why do you, why would you believe with my why source. would you believe this source? Because the source yes, would know. lines are merely suggestions. Do, do, do the you, source no, would do, know. Do, how would the source know? Because they saw. Oh, this is where it gets very fuzzy, you know, because it didn't happen. <laughs> and I, I'm offended that you believe that person, this mystery person, rather than me. They saw. And they're trustworthy. It's and you just said the words, there true. was no one else around me. Hmm. 
Well, I mean, there were no cars. It wasn't like it was one of those crowded parking situations where I took up two stalls or four stalls in order to protect my vehicle. That's just not true. Uh, I I would never do that. I think you did. You'd have the butler do it for you. (laughs) Who told you? I've got to get to the bottom of this. I want to know. I want to know who, who said that. Well, Come all on, you just, know is it wasn't me. me now. It wasn't me because I was on the air at the time. But I got a really good source no, that, so said, Amer- that, that so, called so, me and said, you wouldn't believe what Gordon did today. <laughs> he parked across crap. four this, this is parking true. stalls this so that nobody true. would park next to him. This is not true. There's got to be surveillance all, f- footage up there somewhere. It's got to it's gotta be from another member of the media. So, I, I mean, I'm whitt- sort of... Uh, uh, whittling it down to maybe a handful of people, and I'm really getting mad at them because this is a concocted story. Just because I moved up a, a, a pylon once so I could park. Once? And you guys are- well, that was on video, so you can't deny that one. And once? You're going to go to heaven and claim it was once? I hope I make it to heaven. Uh, once. N- not after all the false witness in this segment. <laughs> I want to know. I want. I'm not. No, you got to tell me who it was. No, I'm not going to tell you who it was. I'm not going to reveal what? my source any more than you ever hey, do this. Yours. Every guest we get on, ask them if it was them. Why? Why? Why would the person be afraid to to uh, step forward? There's no fear here. Well, then why don't you tell me? Because sometimes anonymous sources are useful when the the it comes to reporting the truth. You well, know this, if, Gordon. If, no, no. If, if if this person is saying the truth, then why don't you say who it was? So then we can and, and invite them on the show. Let's have a let's have a discussion over it. No. What would that change? Yeah. What would that change? No. 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 I've got a source that was there. <laughs> you believe First it didn't happen? They believe it happened. T- sent me a message that said. That Gordon pro, uh, parked across four parking stalls. I wish they had sent me a picture because then we could we could put all this to rest. But trust me, it's 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 a money source. It's somebody that you would find trustworthy too, which is ironic that that you're pushing back so much against this. Bowler, was it Bowler? He's coming up at five. Was he at that youth press conference that day? I I, I have a I have a like three or four suspects. But I, I don't tell know us, Cluso. <laughs> was it PK? Like, was it like DJ? Colum- feel like Columbo was it Dirk Facer? Could have been Amy Donaldson. She was covering the youth at the time, I believe. Yeah, it was in it was in uh, the Rice Cycle Stadium parking lot. If I have that part of it whittled down, um, but again, it was a wide open parking lot. It was, there was no hogging of spots. Could it have been Liz Abel? Could have been any uh, number of bloggers well, up there. Now that I, could have been Wit. Now I know it's it's himself. Who you, it could have been Wit himself. Text me during the show. You're not going to believe it, it, this. It, it's nobody who you just mentioned because you wouldn't mention them if it were. Was it Lloyd? Uh, and and you say he's a more honorable source than I am. I didn't say than you are. I'd say that he's a trustworthy source. And yes, I am believing him because he has. It's a weird thing to make up. It didn't have to be a he. It could have been a she. I mean, when you do think about it, that's a weird thing to lie about. 
You're, I get why you're bearing false witness. You've got uh, a <laughs> reputation you're trying to uphold. This person had no reason uh, 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 to be inaccurate. Well, I'm not. I'm not even sure the person was inaccurate on purpose. I think they were just mistaken. I don't. All right. Well, we've burned <laughs> enough time on this. We've but, got a market uh, update coming up next. Stay tuned. I want to. I want to know who the SOB. I know is. you do because you want to like vandalize their house or something. That's another reason I'm not no. telling you. It's become too personal. SOB. No, I, yeah, I, I, SOB. I, Gordon dropped I, an SOB just now. I have a. I I have other ways of uh, settling this score. Wow. Whoa, are you going to poison him or something? <laughs> uh, no, I'm really not going to tell you. <laughs> it's gone too far. It's going to go too far. I almost feel like I'm in danger. He is a man of means. <laughs> Stay tuned. More next 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. All right, we're way over, so we're moving Austin's list. Stay tuned for that coming up at 5.50. It is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's time for a market update brought to you by our friends at TridayTrading.com. Now, anybody can be a Triday trader. Visit TridayTrading.com. Gordon, how did we uh, do in the markets today? The markets were down today, Jake. I'm sorry to report the uh, Dow was off nearly 144 points. Oh, this is a pain in my butt. The NASDAQ percentage-wise was, and, and literally was uh, worse, down 230 points. Terrible. Take a lap. And the S&P down uh, 31 and a half. Oh, fudge. <laughs> Wait, was that terrible? Take a lap. Was that always sunny in Philadelphia? Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's one and of the where, better episodes. Who else didn't wear shoes? <laughs> Terrible. Take a lap. <laughs> That's one of the Awful. best episodes. Awful. Get running. <laughs> That's what I think I would be like as a as a coach of uh, some sort of little league team. Terrible. Take a lap. Just make them run all the time. Oh, pop fly out to the shortstop, huh? Take a lap. Terrible. Take a lap. Double faulted, huh? Take a lap. You better lock it up. You better. That's what they call good coaching, right, Gordon? Sure. No, you don't approve? He's sad about the numbers. And he should be. Those are bad numbers. I want to know who the source is. Are you still onto that? No, I'm not going to give you the source. It's too close. It's too personal. You're too angry about it. I want to know. Give me a name. Give me an. Give me initials. You're, sound, you're starting to sound like Varunka from uh, Chocolate Factory. I want it now. <laughs> initials. I that, want the name, Daddy. Is, is that what I sounded like? Yes. That, initials are <laughs> are uh, are H O. Brother. And he doesn't like to be called Hans. Get out of here. I know you're not volunteering anybody who's actually the one. Or is that what he wants you to think? You are eliminating an awful lot of names here, so I am. (laughs) How am I eliminating names? Because you've named like six or seven people, and you said you wouldn't tell me who it was. I said it could have been. A common ploy to cover up that it may have been one of them. It was at a youth event. I've just picked out a bunch of people who are always at youth events. Hmm. 
Will you I'll tell me in the break? I'll, I'll get to the bottom of it. I'm not going to tell you on. either, Austin. I'm keeping it. It's it's right here. It's rock solid, though. It's, it was them? It was definitely trustworthy. No way. And it definitely happened. <laughs> them? That's not how As you spell their more name. More than one? Uh, H-O, buddy. That's all I'm giving you. Uh, that's not it. <laughs> H-O. Wrap your mind around that one. Hubert Orbison. Yeah. <laughs> All right, stay tuned. We're going to talk to Dustin Smith of QB Elite coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.